Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Lapse Factor Podcast. What is up, college lacrosse fan? Week one is finally here. Week two is behind us. You are watching the 74th episode of the Lax Factor Lacrosse Podcast. This is our weekend preview show. And today we are going to talk about Colgate and Syracuse's matchup on Friday. We're going to talk about Duke High Point, Maryland Richmond, UMass Army, Towson Johns Hopkins, Penn State Villanova, Loyola Virginia, Denver Air Force, and then D3 Action, Lynchburg, Salisbury, York, and Washington and Lee. Before I get into all of it, be sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell so that you're notified when we put out more videos. You can check us out on Instagram. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Just look for us wherever you uh, find us. And then we do the daily podcast. You can find us on uh, anchor.fm forward slash laxfactor, or just go to laxfactor.com and you can buy yourself some swag there. You can watch all our videos there, listen to our audio podcast, but more importantly, you can get t-shirts, hats, and other kind of swag to help support the channel. So let's get into it. Uh, the big one uh, this week for me anyway, being a Syracuse fan, Colgate at Syracuse. Uh, so Syracuse kicks off their season. Colgate coming off a beatdown to North Carolina. Syracuse coming off a 9-5 and season last year, made the NCAA tournament, and then lost to Loyola in the NCAA tournament. Last year, Colgate beat Syracuse in the Dome 12-9. to It was kind of the ushering in of the shot clock era where the mid-level teams hang tough especially early in the season uh, towards the end of games where normally they would let the clock run out. Colgate beats Syracuse at the Dome. Um, This season, it's going to be a revenge game, I think. I think the keys for Syracuse, get the first uh, line mids involved, get them involved early and often. They're going to want to control the tempo between the boxes. They're going to want to do well at the faceoff dot, and then the rest should fall into place. I think defensively, they're going to be able to handle Colgate for the most part, as long as they can control the game between the boxes. Keys for Colgate, take care of the ball, especially where Syracuse comes out and plays aggressively on defense. They need to not only take care of the ball when Syracuse comes out and plays aggressive on defense, they also need to make sure that they score goals in some of those situations. Hurt Syracuse while they're playing aggressive defense, demoralize them a little bit in that way, Colgate will be good. I do not expect for Colgate to be good in this game. I expect this to be a revenge game for Cuse a la Albany last year. Cuse rolls. I'm going to start setting lines for you guys, for anyone that you guys, any of you guys that want to do bets head to head. You can use my lines if you want to. I'll always uh, pick pick the favorite here. And my line on this game is Cuse uh, at, at minus six and a half. I think that uh, Cuse is probably going to beat them by seven goals or more, being that this is a revenge grudge match. These teams are very familiar with each other. They don't like each other, especially Syracuse right now is probably hating on Colgate, the Red Raiders, a little bit more than usual. So I think Colgate beats them by seven or more. Uh, so Cuse minus six and a half. Uh, then we go to the next game. 
uh, Duke and High Point. And I, these, both of these teams are 0-1. I picked this game partly because Duke is coming off a loss to Air Force, High Point coming off a loss to Maryland. But more importantly, High Point upset Duke in Durham last year, beating the Blue Devils 13-9 in the matchup last year, upsetting Duke. And then they ended up going on and upset Virginia as well. Asher Nolting, he went 2-3 in that game. Joey Manown went 4-1 and one for Duke. Key for Duke, Upgren has to play better. Uh, High Point no longer has Tim Troutner Jr. to you know to save sixty seven percent of his shots against Duke, so there they have what they have in cage. But Upgren needs to play better for Duke moving forward and prove that he is the answer at cage. Another key for Duke, they just have to put up points uh, and avoid the lulls. You know, losing Robertson hurts them, but Robertson didn't do much in this game last year anyway. So I think that, you know, losing Robertson hurts. I think they just have to make sure that they, they put up points consistently, don't fall into any lulls where they give high point maybe three or four goals back or, or give them three or four goal runs. Keys for high point, make sure Nolting is letting the game come to him. Make sure he's not turning the ball over, trying to force too much because you got guys like Baker, Hendricks, Hunter Vines. These guys can play ball. So I think keys for high point is get more guys involved. They did get guys involved, but let's not, let's make sure that Nolting just understands he can just play the game. Let it come to him. If you don't have a point after a, a quarter, so be it. If you don't have a goal after two quarters, so be it. Let the game come to him. He will, he will find, he'll be able to put up five to seven points more naturally if he just kind of relaxes and, uh, and plays his game. Uh, this one I think could end up being tight because of you know not having Robertson. High Point's a solid squad, and I think Duke is going to be struggling. High Point's going to be really hyped for this one with some confidence. So I still think Duke's going to win, but I have the line set at this one, Duke at uh, minus one and a half. So I feel like Duke's probably going to win by two or more goals here, and and you know, but I think it'll be close. I, I think that we're looking at probably a one to four goal game overall here and with the chance of it being a really good contest. The next game, and listen, man, I'm not a gambler. I'm just kind of sitting here trying to pick a pick a spread somewhere in the middle of what I think will really happen so you guys can kind of place your own bets uh, or, you know, just gives you a little bit of insight into what I'm thinking in terms of the spreads. Maryland and Richmond, the next game. Maryland now sitting at 1-0 after beating up on High Point, so they have to take on SoCon Foe. Uh, well, SoCon Foe in terms of High Point, SoCon Foe. Richmond. Richmond was 10-7 and last year and had a really nice team. They lose two big scorers, though. Teddy Hatfield, he uh, put up 72 points, 36s. He was a 50-50 guy. And then Ryan Lee's 20 points are gone. They returned Lynch, Lanchberry. He was 52-20 uh, and 20 last year. Jack Russell and Cage, his 56% save percentage is back. They return Mitch Savoka 24 and 7, Tyler Schultz 14 and 14, Tyler, uh, Tate Gallagher 19 and 5. So Richmond returns a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the field. Their midfield is going to be a strength. They have some holes to fill at attack, but uh, regardless, Richmond is going to be a good a good lacrosse team. They played Maryland tough last year. I do not expect them to play Maryland as tough this year. I think Maryland is a team on a mission. They're a team out to prove a point, and a point they're going to prove. I have my line set here at Maryland at minus five and a half. I think they're going to roll them. I think that it's probably going to end up being between like a six to a nine goal game. So I figured set it at minus five and a half for you guys to uh, try to beat each other up with. Let's see here. UMass and Army. This should promise to be a very good game. UMass last year, 10 and five. Army, 13 and five. Both teams were loaded offensively last year. Both teams return a ton of talent on offense this year as well. Army beat UMass 12-11 last year at UMass in each of these teams' first games. UMass is loaded 
on offense. Chris Conley, 26 and 36. He had 63 points. They bring back four other players that put up 34 points or more. Army, they return Brandon Nickturn. He should be the best player on the field, I presume. He went 30 and 50 last year. Army also brings back three other guys with 30 plus points. Both teams lost All-American goaltenders. Army loses Barretto's 58%. He was a third-team All-American. UMass loses Scannone's 61%. He was a first-team All-American. But I think Army lost a little bit more. They lost Serdic. They lost Nate Jones's 50 points. So I like UMass to outscore Army in this one. I do not expect for this to be a big knock them down, drag them, drag it out type of uh, contest, but I think it's going to be a very close game. And I think this is end- is going to end up probably coming down to a goal or two. So my line on this one is UMass at minus one and a half, but I think that UMass is probably going to pull out the one goal victory. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, next game, Towson, Johns Hopkins, another revenge match from last year. Towson, 11 and five last year, Hopkins, eight and eight. The Tigers beat up on Hopkins last year in each of these teams' openers, 17 to eight. But Towson, they lost 122 points between losing Brendan Sunday and Timmy Moynihan. Hopkins scorers are back outside of Kyle Marr. I think that Hopkins in this one especially, they're going to be out for blood. Defensively, they're a little beat up, and they've got some stuff to prove also. So I think that you're going to see Hopkins maybe overachieve a little bit in this game. Epstein's 48 and 25. He's going to be really good last year. 48 goals, 25 assists. He's going to go for six-plus points in this game, I believe, even though he is a ridiculously known quantity. I think that he's just going to be – they're going to try. They're not going to be able to stop him. They're going to hope to contain him, but I do not think they're going to contain him. Cole Williams, he'll also probably have a pretty decent day. Hopefully we see guys like Forey Smith, 26 points last year. Brett Baskin, 17 points. Connor D. Simone, 17 points. I hope these guys step up, and I think they will at least tomorrow for Hopkins or Saturday for Hopkins against Towson. So my line on this one, I think Hopkins is actually going to come out, like we're saying with a lot of these revenge games, I think Hopkins is going to get revenge. I think they're going to beat up on Hopkins a little bit. I'm going to set the line for this one at Hopkins at a minus four and a half without Epstein. If Joey Epstein doesn't play, though, I'd change that line to Hopkins at a minus one and a half. Let's see here. Next one. Penn State Villanova. Now, the only reason I do this one is because Villanova has a penchant for upsetting teams and playing tough and outperforming their quality or whatnot early in the season. Last year, Penn State rolled them, though, 17-7. to Villanova is a better team. They bring back some talent. They got Connor Kirst and Keegan Kahn. Both of them put up 50 points last year. They also have Will Vitone back, his 52% save percentage. He was a freshman, so I'd expect that to be a little bit better. But they're not that much better. And Penn State has, you know, they beat, they beat Penn State played some guys against Lafayette. So I picked a game as my bloodbath of the week last week. I am going to pick this game as my bloodbath of the week this week. I'm going to go with Penn State at minus seven and a half with in mind that I think that they're probably going to beat them by 10 goals or so. So bloodbath, eh, maybe that's not, but I bet you they do beat Villanova pretty, pretty, pretty good. 
Um, so that's going to be that one. Uh, let's see here. We also have Loyola and Virginia, another bitter rematch from last year. Loyola finished 12 and five last year, Virginia 17 and three and route to a national title. Loyola opening game for both these teams beat up on UVA 17 to nine at home in uh, both of their season openers. But alas, no more Pat Spencer, no more Chase Scanlon, no more Jacob Stover. It's not the same Loyola team. They're not remarkably worse. They're still going to be a very good squad, but they're not going to beat UVA by eight. Not again. UVA is going to be all too happy to take some aggression out on the Greyhounds, bringing back one of the nation's top attack units in Moore, Laviano, and Kraus. They bring back Docs Aitken at midfield, Petey fucking LaSala at the faceoff dot, Jared Connors, Will Rock, Cade Sostad, Justin Schwenk, Alex Rode. They have a roster that doesn't quit. So I think that UVA is going to roll in this one most likely, um, but I still I, it's their first time out. It's Loyola's first time out, but I think that Loyola, they might be a little bit pumped up. They, some of these guys that are being forced to step up, they may step up and play well, but I'm going with uh, UVA at minus six and a half on this. And actually, I changed that on the... Now, we're going to stick with what I originally said. Originally, I went UVA at minus four and a half because I don't know that UVA is going to beat them by more than seven or eight, and it could end up being a five-goal game. I don't know. But I'm going to set that line at UVA at minus four and a half, so uh, somebody's going to get lucky on that one if I'm totally wrong, which I could be. But still, I think UVA is going to beat up on Loyal a little bit here. The next game, and this is going to be another really good um, another really good game, and these guys are, are fairly bitter rivals, both of them being all the way out west. Denver and Air Force. Denver finished the season 10-5 and five last year. Air Force is coming off a win over Duke. Last week in week zero, I think Air Force was 10 and five last year in that area. Also last season, Denver beat Air Force last year, 11 to four in both of these teams season openers, Air Force obviously coming off the big win. So they're feeling good. But here's the kicker. Dodd, no longer a question mark. Denver has a Hall of Fame coach in Bill Tierney that now has tape on his opponent and his opponent does not have tape on this specific Denver team. So I think Denver wins this one. One of my kind of hot takes for this game, Walker, I think is going to have five goals in this game. My line on this though, because I think it's going to be a pretty decent game, not the 11 and four kind of route from last year. My line on this is Denver at minus three and a half. And that's it for the D1 games. We have a couple of decent D3 games coming up this weekend. We have Lynchburg at Salisbury. Last year, Salisbury beat Lynchburg 11 to nine. My line on this one is Salisbury at minus three and a half. I think they're going to win uh, probably four or five goals. Uh, Depends here. I think Lynchburg did lose a little bit more than Salisbury, or let's say that Salisbury is just a little bit better at rinsing and repeating. So I think Salisbury will win this game, and I'm, you know, I might have this spread wrong, but uh, I, you know, I'm kind of thinking four goals is pretty reasonable. Three or four goals. York, nineteen and three last season at Washington and Lee, sixteen and five last uh, last year. Last year York won uh, this game in each team season opener seven to six. Last year in the NCAA third round they beat Washington Washington and Lee again fourteen to twelve. So. On this one, I do see that York lost a ton of talent, but I still think that York is going to be really solid. I think that they've replaced some of that talent. So I'm going to go with Washington and Lee, and I'm going to make them the favorite by a, one, by a point and a half. So Washington, Washington and Lee at minus one and a half is what I'm going for this game. And uh, that is pretty much it. Uh, tomorrow's podcast, you're watching this on Thursday. So tomorrow's podcast is going to just be a quick 
ramble. I'll probably talk about the Ohio State game a little bit in tomorrow's podcast, and maybe that's all I'll talk about in tomorrow's podcast. Um, oh, wait, no, not tomorrow, and Friday. So Friday, we'll do the uh, Lax Factor Daily. I'm not going to put out another big podcast. Tomorrow, I'm thinking in my head, right now it's Wednesday as I'm recording this, and you're going to be watching this tomorrow on Thursday. So right, tomorrow's podcast on Friday, tomorrow's daily podcast is going to be about the Ohio State um, game where Ohio State just beat up on whoever the hell they played. Who was it? Cleveland State? Something like that. Saturday, we got a buttload of lacrosse action to watch. Friday, it kicks off with Syracuse, and I think Navy plays Manhattan on a Friday as well. And then, uh, as always, maybe we'll throw out some content on uh, either Saturday or Sunday after games, but come back on Monday for the weekend recap show where we'll re- where, where we will recap all the games that we talked about here today as well as anything else that was any good and worth talking about. And uh, that's pretty much it. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell so that you're notified when we put out more video- videos. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us on anchor.fm forward slash lax factor. If you want to listen to our audio podcast and remember any day that we don't put out a big show, we put out a lax factor daily audio podcast. So every day of the week, Monday through Friday, you're getting an audio podcast from us one way or another. Uh, Also be sure to go to laxfactor.com. You can watch our videos there, listen to our podcasts, or you can buy some swag, hats, t-shirts, mugs, whatever to support the channel. As always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and enjoy.